Uh, and our Zoom show will be when, Stephen? Two weeks? It'll be this, it'll be this Saturday. This Saturday. Stephen will be back from the road. I'll, I will be excited to perform. And uh, DM us for the free link. And as always, DM us if you have anxiety of the week. And we're going to get into it with Dr. Deb on a future episode. Perfect. Stay tuned for the in, the intro, the music. Well, wait, I have one more plug. Oh. Uh, the Patreon is, is uh, we get four episodes bonus for $5 a month. Sign up at patreon.com forward slash panic attacking. Yeah, they're just us. They're really fun episodes and they, they're a great time. Yeah. So, uh, and I think that's all the plugs. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm that's fine. Also, if you want a mask with the panic attacking logo on it, DM me privately and we will set that up. Okay, great. All right. Well, everybody, thank you so much again. Uh, keep keep breathing. Take deep breaths. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> don't forget that. Stay tuned for the music, everybody. Stay tuned for the music. My heart starts beating really fast. I'm like sweating and trembling. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna die. Yeah. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Panic Attacking, the podcast where we talk about anxiety through a comedy lens. I'm Stephen Rogers. I'm Andrew Chavone. Uh, and with us, as of lately, is our uh, expert on uh, mental health. Please uh, welcome Dr. Deb. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi, doctor. Thanks for joining us. We all, as we all know from past episodes, you have 25 years of experience, I believe. 30. 30. Oh my God, even better. <laughs> so, we're happy to have you analyzing our anxiety stories of the week. I almost combined the word anxiety and stories to anxieties. <laughs> I, 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 I was excited. I was an, an, an anxiety in college. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I pledged. Uh, Nervous? <laughs> yeah, sweat, sweat, sweat. <laughs> uh, it's funny because uh, I slowed down my intro of Dr. Deb because I was trying to remember how many years as well. And I was like, well, I don't want to mess that up. <laughs> no, you did good. You just you just said what she is and moved on. Yeah. Well, uh, glad we got over that hurdle. Thank you, Dr. <laughs> Deb, for uh, being here uh, and doing it short notice. We're actually recording this right uh, the day before I leave. I'm going to be gone for a week. So we uh, are recording now before I go on a long trip. Yeah, you're going down to Alabama town. Yeah. Is that a, is that a lyric? Uh, could be. <laughs> I think it. I think there's another verse that ends in Charlie Brown <laughs> <laughs> and something with a clown, but, and you, uh, shake it all around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The original dance, the hokey pokey. Yes. That was the first dance ever. It was hokey it has pokey to be. and then rain. <laughs> yeah. Rain dance came later. And then the chicken dance was, was decades, uh, in, in the future. That was when uh, a guy was trying, they didn't speak yet, and but he lost all his chickens, so he was trying to let the other caveman know what he lost. <laughs> and the other caveman was like, I don't know what you're talking about, but I like your groove. 
Can you bring that to my daughter's wedding in a week? I think it'll be a big hit. Oh, man. So how are you doing, buddy? Good. Um, I don't know. Should, I, should we start with me, my anxiety story? Sure. It's not, Cause, well, cause I know. It relates to how I'm doing. Then, yes, I want to know. Okay. Well, how I'm doing right now is <laughs> I actually talked to Dr. Deb. Dr. Deb knows all about this, but the, uh, we, I had this, I took five days off from New York, went mm-hmm. to Virginia to relax. There was, uh, there's a farmhouse down there that my parents own and, and you know, the weather was nice, decided to do fishing and you know, no, no real technology, no computers. There was nothing like that. There was no podcast. We recorded before I left. Right. Uh, no, um, no, no New York City buildings, no traffic. Went down there with Maddie, my girlfriend, and it was relaxing. We, I, I was able to catch up on sleep. I, I was like, this is great. And then I noticed uh, there was like a clunking sound in my truck. And I told my dad, hey, you know, do you mind like checking this out? Because he's good with cars. Yeah. And he... He's like, sure. And he drove it around and he comes back and he's like, well, I looked it up. If you keep driving this car, uh, your whole c- c- axle will collapse. And <laughs> it will, he, he gave a detail where the axle will drag into the road and launch your car up like it's a long jumper. <laughs> like it's the pole those, vaulting? The pole vaulting. Gosh, I couldn't remember what that was. No, you still you still made a perfect image in my head. <laughs> a long jump, but with a pole. Yeah, so <laughs> it it would long jump over cars and flip over, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Now so, th- this isn't a sound that just eventually. It doesn't just come randomly. This had to have been happening for a while. Something this drastic. I did notice the clunking was getting louder, and the car started shaking on my drive down. Wow. It started like, vib- like vibrating. And I would like look in the car. I'm like, oh, maybe there's like a soda that's shaking up. Like I didn't <laughs> think it was the, the car itself. You thought that, uh, that Maddie put on the, the massage setting? Yeah. I'm like, I don't remember buying the vibrating seat feature in the 2004 Toyota Tacoma, but I don't even think they have those in the 2021 Toyota Tacoma. I don't think that <laughs> even exists. <laughs> My axle's collapsing, but my spine is aligning. <laughs> yeah, my muscles are really relaxed. I'm ready for death. <laughs> <laughs> ready to be launched through my own windshield. <laughs> oh, man. So your dad checks it out. It's all bad. Yeah, and this he checks it out the day before I'm supposed to leave. So he oh. checks it out. <laughs> course <laughs> he checks it out on uh we're supposed to leave yesterday which is tuesday he checks it out on monday night and he does more he's like oh yeah you can't drive it up uh we're gonna have to take it to the mechanic and me and maddie have to be back tomorrow night like she has shows i have stuff to do um and we uh so we look up at night what the earliest mechanic is in this podunk Virginia town. And it's the guy named like Kenny's and it opens at seven thirty AM. So me and Maddie have to wake up and my dad have to wake up at 7 AM on my vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours earlier than I usually wake up. Two hours. <laughs> so I wake up, we're all tired. We go to this one uh, mechanic. 
he's like, oh, no way. We can't see you today. But it sounds like you're in trouble. We just described <laughs> the sounds. Yeah, we got we to gotta polish this guy's uh, cup holder, and we can't reschedule that. Yeah, we got to re-leather uh, a, a steering wheel. So. Yeah, we got to put this uh, pine tree on this guy's rearview mirror. <laughs> we got to center a peeing Calvin. We got we to gotta set it right so it pees on the Dallas Cowboy logo. So <laughs> that's going to take a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we look up the, we, we find out what part it is. It's called a universal joint that's in the back. I never heard of it, but that's the one that's all weak. But it's so, universal. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know. They also, with the same company that makes the remotes, also makes joints. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, you they're like, uh, what sound is it making? And you're like, dan 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 dan, bum bum. They're like, well, can you be more specific? And I I put my arms over my head and look like I'm a planet. Dan 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 What one's that? And the universal theme. No, I just did the universal theme. Uh, your the universal theme is longer. It goes dun 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 bum bum. Dun, 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 yeah, I did. I did the rest of it. Oh, you did that part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought you were starting a movie. I'm like, oh, this is the opening song. <laughs> um yeah so universal studios if you can't afford disney you can go to there <laughs> or if you're bored at disney you go there yeah. <laughs> um so the mechanic doesn't take you you find out it's a universal axle yeah so whatever yeah so we find this other mechanic he doesn't even have a sign isn't he is like I, I, he, he like we look him up the, the other mechanic in this town of, of like 500 people yeah and uh i just saw a garage with with a door that's closed and i pull in there and i walk up i put my hand on the glass uh, and i see that there's cars in there and parts and i'm like oh god by then this is like 750 because we got rejected from the other place right and then i turn around and there's this like hillbilly looking guy holding like a, a cup of coffee walking toward the garage and i'm like that must be jim <laughs> Jim's auto shop. Sure enough, he walks up. How can I help you? Oh, the universal joint is loose and the car's going to explode. And <laughs> my dad said that it's going to catapult me off the road. He's like, Well, what makes you think it's your universal joint? And I'm like, I don't want to be like, My dad told me. Uh, I, I was like, I remember my dad said it was loose. So he's like, Well, we, we put our hand under there and it was loose. He's like, all right, well, I'll take a look at it. I'm like, can you fix it today? He said, well, I don't have any parts for your car. And I said, I'll go get them. Wow. And he said, okay. So he, he, he's like, what's your number? He takes down my number. Uh, he writes it literally on a napkin that he, I guess, I think he was holding the coffee with. <laughs> then I think about it. He's like, okay, so it's uh, 460 giant brown ring. 
<laughs> I have five zero seven blop um <laughs> brown blob avenue <laughs> <laughs> okay so let me see it's six four three coffee bean <laughs> donut drip, crumb <laughs> drip drip klondike five booger uh, booger <laughs> 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 is that a zero no that's a booger <laughs> oh my mistake uh, it didn't taste like a zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh a donut crumb way uh, well that's an address that's duncan headquarters uh so he takes out my number. I'm like, oh, God. So my dad, me, and Maddie, we drive to the like two towns over because that's where the auto parts store is. Right. And we get there and we're like, we need this part for this truck. You know how you give them your, your, your car number and model? Yeah. And the guy takes out this dusty book, puts <laughs> it on the counter, opens it. That's a good sign of the health of your car. <laughs> right. I want the used, I mean, I want the well-worn book, not the old <laughs> Harry Potter spell book. I don't want one that you even know of, know the, know the ins and outs of. He's like, oh, here it is, right above covered wagon. <laughs> I'm like, are auto parts books supposed to have a face that bites your finger on the <laughs> front of them? All it says here is give it a carrot. <laughs> <laughs> All it says here is to raise the dead, say this. Uh... <laughs> The Necronomicon of automobiles. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen Evil Dead, Stephen. I, I know the uh, reference. Oh, okay. Good. Uh, so he looks, he's like, okay, Universal Joint. Oh, oh, it says N-A. And I'm like, North America? And he says, <laughs> not available. I'm like, not available? <laughs> the book says that. Usually a computer says that. <laughs> Uh, the book, book says ahead of its time. Yeah. <laughs> they designed the book with like uh, customer service frustration in mind. He, tur- he turns the page and it's just zeros and ones. <laughs> yeah. He turns the next page and it, the page just asks you to identify the bridges in the photo. <laughs> you have to tap them. I was like, NA. He's like, no, nah, they don't make. We don't have this. They don't. I don't know why they don't make this. And I'm like, oh my god. So we go to this other auto parts store, in a in a smaller town. We went to the big town for this parts store. Went yeah. to a smaller town, and we walk in. No one. No one's wearing a mask. There's people wearing like sequins and tank tops, and they look like they're cast out of a, the, the, a movie making fun of southern people. <laughs> Like literally biker tattoos and is this Blazing Saddles too? <laughs> is this the blue collar comedy tour <laughs> sketch? Uh so so we walked to the counter and uh there's a guy there who uh has a NASCAR hat over behind the counter like no uniform, NASCAR hat, and he has a uh he's drinking Mountain Dew energy drink which I never knew. <laughs> he has no mask. There's no glass partition. Like oh, I'm is. forgetting about the virus. Yes. He's hurting. He's not only not preventing his 
himself from getting the virus. He's hurting his immune system by drinking Mountain Dew energy drink. He's making himself more at risk. It's a Mountain Dew COVID burner. <laughs> He's like, no, this is supposed to fight the virus. <laughs> this is supposed to make your immune system radical. <laughs> Kick ass COVID. <laughs> you drink this, you're supposed to get in a monster truck and drive over a, uh, a, a morgue with COVID death people in it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he uh, he takes he takes out a different book. It's all dusty again, and he's yeah. like, "Yeah, I don't see it here. I'll, I'll check the computer." He checks the computer. He's like, "Well, okay, I, I got. Uh, I, I think I found the piece." He goes in the back. He comes back with a huge smile on his face that he found this piece that wasn't in the book, but it's in the computer. He puts it up. And my dad immediately is like, oh, uh, is this for the two-wheel drive automatic? And he goes, oops. Ah, nope. This is for the four-wheel drive manual. Oh. oh. <laughs> Different part. <laughs> so then we, like, we find out through, like, you know, it was like a sequence of a, in a movie where it's my dad and this guy talking. This guy you could see the gears in this guy's brain moving and the Mountain Dew kicking in and my dad like pointing out things like, yeah, this is where it is. And this is the part. And you know, we're, they're on the computer, like looking at Wikipedia together behind my dad is like right in this guy's face, like <laughs> breathing on, <laughs> they're breathing on each other. My dad has a mask. He's under him like the mechanic on a car. <laughs> my dad. Yeah. Has, it has a pen. He just pokes the guy and he goes, Whoop! <laughs> he's on the the plank with wheels <laughs> he co- comes out of this guy's butt he's like yeah we got a problem here <laughs> <laughs> too much cheetos <laughs> hand me that tp <laughs> would you <laughs> dad you have oil all over you oh that's not oil <laughs> Hurry, it's leaking. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry, this guy is, is a vegan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he just ate a Beyond Burger. He's, going, he's ready to blow. Uh, <laughs> so, so we find out, like, literally, so that we got there, like, I don't know. 9.45, it's like 10, 10.15 or whatever. We find out that the part we're looking for is, is attached to the axle itself. You have to buy the whole thing. Oh, and wow. And the whole thing costs $1,200. Oh, my God. And the little joint piece costs $15. <laughs> we're like, no. <laughs> so we buy the little joint piece and we're like, oh, let's take it to that, to that mechanic gym and maybe he can like take apart the axle and put this little joint piece in but meanwhile the clock's ticking we got to get out of town yeah so we drive to to the jimmies it takes like 45 minutes because the towns are so far away here and uh and you know just go figure where the mechanic is isn't where the parts store is you know that would be too easy (laughs) we have to go to another two towns over to go to get the parts store and we go to the mechanic so so we get there 
you know, we, we, we were like, he didn't call us, but hopefully he's already working on it. We get there. He's done working on it. It's on the lifts. And he goes, yeah, your joints are fine. I don't see any problem with that. They were a little loose, but I, I put some, some lube in there, some grease. And, you know, they're not loose anymore. I give it some Beyond Burger. <laughs> <laughs> he just needs some more fiber in his, in his system. So uh, I'm like, oh, cool. All right. Well, immediately I'm like, okay, I said 1200 bucks. I don't have to buy a new car. This little Jimmy saved our life. And then he, uh, and my dad's like, oh, okay. Uh, so it's just greased up. You put grease in there. How much is it going to be? And he goes, 10 even. 10 bucks. 10, 10 bucks? 10 bucks? What the hell? I should have made you guess. 10 bucks. I couldn't believe bucks. it. 10 bucks. I was going to, wow. I don't even know what I was going to guess would have been way more. He put know, it what? on lifts, put grease in it, looked in all the joints. It was 10, 10 even. Oh my God. 20 what? bucks if you count the gas that you took you to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And a little piece we bought, 15 bucks. We could have just gave him, here you go. You know, we could have just gave him, paid him in that. Oh my God. How does this guy make money? Oh my God. How did he afford that coffee? <laughs> yeah, really. We ate into his budget. Like just waking up. I'm sure it was supposed to be eight bucks, but yeah, the coffee, <laughs> the 10, oh I couldn't, the grease itself probably cost like five. I, I couldn't believe it. So it's insane. I know. So my dad, I'm like, dad, drive it back to the house. Uh, you, you can see if it's still making that sound. And he's like, yeah, my dad gets on the road, pulls over and he goes, it's still making it. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, no, <laughs> But he's like, it's not as bad. And with the grease, you can probably get back to New York. But you just can't go over 55 miles an hour. We're like, okay. Uh, so we, uh, we have to leave to get back to New York. And we have to leave even earlier because we can't go above 55. You're in Virginia right now? I'm back. You're back. Because, yeah, it looks like you're home. Yeah. But so how did this yeah, drive was, go? White knuckling, listening <laughs> radio off i'm listening to the clunks to make sure they're not loud you're counting them yeah one a clunk two a clunk <laughs> what's your eta 12 a clunk <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna rock around the clunk tonight <laughs> <laughs> we got so desperate we we're looking there's there's a there's a chevy in town a chevy dealership we're looking at buying a Chevy just to have something to take. Cause there's no rental car. Play. I, th I th almost bought a whole new car down there. Just Oh to my God. Chevy chase. Uh <laughs> 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 yeah. The national lampoons, Christmas vacation. Um, the, the clunk version. The clunk. Christmas with the clunks. Christmas with the clunks. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, we uh we I white knuckle it all the way back and now we got to I got to I got to get a new car. I, you I need think. a new car. Yeah, because this thing is only going to last long enough for me to trade it in, I think. I'm going to clunk up to the dealership and be like, "Here you go, don't drive it." <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, don't touch it at all. <laughs> they and we, then when it then when it breaks, you're like, "I don't understand. I spent 10 bucks on it." Yeah. Jim, you want to call Jim? 
Here's his number. It's 460 coffee ring. (laughs) (laughs) Blot, blot, dot. Donut crumb. Donut crumb. (laughs) (laughs) Spittle on the side of your mouth. Zero nine. Uh, (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So this is intense because we got road trips coming up. We, I need a car. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm like so crude. <laughs> I think you need, you got to get a new car. Yeah. Well, I was looking, they have like 0% APR, no down payment, I guess. Cause everyone is poor now because of Corona. So right. I could do that. I could no, not buy a car and no payments. Corona. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be a new car owner. Yeah. And now I'm scared about buying used Cause I just, clunked mine to the dealer I, I, is that when people trade in their cars and they're about to explode because <laughs> that's yeah, what i'm you're, doing you're just you're you're switching a clunker for a clinker <laughs> a binger for a banger oh my god clunk grade wow well dr deb what do you think of this whole uh situation any advice any uh insights yeah dr deb yeah, well, it sounds like quite an adventure. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I mean, I'd rather prefer Tom Sawyer or uh, Huck Finn. But. Yeah, or well, The Last Crusade. Yeah. <laughs> this is I, I, the last I think car. You have to, I think you have to write a little uh, a book, like a anecdote or memoir. Last uh, week you had your trip to uh, get the armoire. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's my French again. And uh, <laughs> this week you're uh, going to the garage in a t- town in the middle of nowhere. Don't yeah, and this whole car thing's going to cost them a, a leg and an armoire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so anxiety-wise, Dr. Deb, what do, you, what do you think is going on here? Well, I, I don't think that it, it's related to anxiety. You know, uh, you had, uh, except for the car trip where you were white-knuckling it all the way up the highway. <laughs> yeah, the whole, and the whole car trip, I was like, Maddie, look up cars. <laughs> well, that one's too much. Yeah, so I, I think that's based on a, a real event, you know, and uh, so what you have to do in that situation is just stay in the present, watch for signs of impending car trouble, and, and not Yeah, not, and the, not drive it. Yeah, not do the what ifs, and I hope this doesn't happen, and oh my God. Uh, so just refrain from letting your thoughts uh, take over the situation and invent things that haven't happened yet. Yeah, I definitely uh, have. Uh, well, the most stress about it is the money thing because, you know, I lost that money in the stock market, which I could have used to buy a car, and that's really. Uh, <laughs> Really beating me up. Well, that money, you could have bought a house in the Hamptons too, right? I could have done anything with that money. It was my my savings. I I think that's called play play money and it's not real, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not real anymore. It's gone. (laughs) (laughs) 
but but that was uh, wish wish money. I hope this works out. Wish money. Yes, I hope this works out. I get more money, and my car doesn't explode. But do do you see how that sneaks up on you? Because that uh, that the thought process about the stock market and your loss is now influencing purchasing a car. So the purchase of the car is not isolated for you. It's bringing up these other thoughts, which do, do create the anxiety. Yeah, no, that, that's what it is. That so that's what we call antecedents. Uh, antecedent, it precedes uh, the a- anxiety. So it precedes the actual event, the antecedent. So probably the whole time when you were traveling around uh, the countryside looking for car parts, you were thinking, oh, geez, what if I have to buy a car? Yes. I was hoping I wouldn't have to. Yeah, so yeah, so, th- so that's worry that doesn't have to, you don't have to experience at that moment. Do you, do you understand that? that that's oh, now not- I don't, because the reality of it hasn't, I'm still right. in denial. right. Right. It's an imagined event, not a real event. But it's influenced by you're, you're, you're still ruminating about the losses in the stock market. Yeah, well, could, yeah I could have had money. You could have. I could have had money. <laughs> and so there's that saying, could have, would have, should have. So anytime we find ourselves, could have, I could have, or I would have, or I should have, that's really problematic thinking for anxiety. Yeah. Uh, what? So uh, what? If someone's in that situation, thinking that way, what? What should they do? Well, they bring come back to what is here and now. We have to go with evidence. You know, what, what is the fact, Jack? Right now, right? Okay. The fact, Jack, is I need a car. Yeah. Um, so, or you're gonna have to be taking the bus, Gus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be uh, hitting the road, Jack. <laughs> Hitchhiking. <laughs> That's right. I got to practice my thumbing. <laughs> so you, you, uh, you have to uh, get back in the... So you were worrying about getting, needing an, going through the process of getting a new car before you knew you had to get a new car. Yeah. And now... Uh, and now, now it's reality. So now it's reality, and now I have to deal with that, which I'm scared to do because I don't know. So There's so I'm, many cars to pick from. If I'm understanding <laughs> Dr. Dev correctly, that means you worried about this twice. Oh, yeah. Well, three uh, times because I'm worrying about it again. So. Right, but you, well, you worried about it before it was a reality. Yeah, yeah and, and maybe he worried about it when he heard that clunking uh, when he left New York. Said, no, I, oh, yeah, I thought that would be easy I, fix, I, like one <laughs> screw is loose. Yeah, I can't possibly think about buying a new car right now. I'll do that later. Right. So, you know, there's a little bit of uh, procrastination in, in spending that money. So it, it just builds up into uh, when you've got a problem, you have to make a fast decision. And that's really uncomfortable to have to make a decision like that. Yeah, yeah, that's... Uh... Yeah, so that's where I'm at. Um, at least I, I uh, before you know I didn't. I had to get a new. I wanted a new car just because it was uncomfortable. Now I have to get one 
because my safety. <laughs> so <laughs> this is a little more urgent. So I had more time to pick from and stuff. Now I have to like make a decision. So I think that's better for, for me deciding because cause I could, there's like 8 million cars to, to choose from. But now I have to really pick, you know. Is it because if you don't really have a deadline, it's hard to choose. You you put it off forever. Right, but um, you know, uh, it helps to make a list of pros and cons. Like, what would make you happy in a car, right? So, what what are you looking for? Like things like mileage, uh, comfort in the seats, uh, some of the uh, amenities that they have now. Well, the first one I want I want to be able to tell people what I drive without them like making a face <laughs> because at the at the G, at the chevy dealership the only thing they had was the malibu and i was like can i tell people i drive a malibu <laughs> right now you drive a pickup truck yeah but it's not the word Ma- i don't have to say the word malibu out loud well you just say chevy i drive a chevy i guess yeah. that's i guess that's cool yeah it's you're in new york city and you drive a pickup truck that get face gets faces right now yeah, that's true. That is a lot of explaining, but well, that that sounds a bit like social anxiety. You're 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 worried about what other people think of you, right? Yeah, so that's, that's my number one uh, priority. Your decision process is really externalized. You you have to bring that back to what are you looking for in a car? Right. You need to put this whole matter to truck bed. <laughs> <laughs> Just say truck it and move on. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Dr. Deb. Uh, I'll sure I'll have an update next week because we're going to look uh, tomorrow. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> but thanks, Dr. Deb. Thanks, Stephen, for listening. Of course, buddy. So uh, what's, what's, what are you getting into this week? Well, so as I, I mentioned in the beginning, I'm leaving for a week. Uh, on the road with Brian Regan and Caitlin is coming with me. Oh, cool. So that means, and we're going to be in Alabama, Kentucky, and Ohio. What? I didn't know that. Yes. So for a full week, I'll be gone. Uh, I thought you were just doing shows in Alabama. I didn't know it was all over. No, we're taking the tour bus and everything. And tour bus means we can't bring the cat. Oh, that's right. So that means for a full week, for the first time since I've gotten her, I'm going to be a full week away from the cat. And oh, my Kate, God. And Caitlin will be. Oh, my God. And I'm nervous because I've never – this cat gets – if I go to the – if I'm on the toilet and the door is closed, this cat is talking to me through the door wanting to get in the bathroom. Coming up through the toilet. <laughs> Ugh. crawling up the drain she looks it's like a- your dad under the mechanic uh, <laughs> she's wearing a frogman suit she goes through the vents like die hard uh, <laughs> I, I've never left her alone for that long and I'm worried I'm going to be worried about her the whole time I'm worried that I'm not going to enjoy myself while I'm on the road with two of my oh. favorite people oh god yeah that's tough but yeah at least you have caitlin there to kind of commiserate with true we'll both be going through the same thing and we can talk to each other about it in that time 
but I, I don't want it to uh, get in the way of, uh, of uh, work because that leads me to, this is a two-part anxiety thing. The second part being, I'm trying to record an album and I think this weekend, if I do it right, I could get it done this weekend. Oh my God, wow. I have, I think, uh, eight shows all Oh my God. So it could get done this weekend. But then recently I saw uh, Sam Morrill live and I saw Mark Norman live. And I was like, who am I to think that I can be recording something? They're amazing. I stink. I went through a, oh. I went through a, uh, a what is it called? Imposter syndrome. Oh, my God. Well, so I, I'm battling the, the cat anxiety while also thinking that none of my stuff should even be on a recording anyways. So two things. Well, Steven, you're, well, five minutes of that hour have been on television. They, they thought that was good enough to be on t- TV. That's so. fair. Uh, and Sam Marillo was telling me that he's having trouble with, he's, he's insecure about recording his album too. Cause, really? Well, yeah, because it's going to be outside and all weird. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, he hasn't worked on the material as much as he usually does. Right. So I'm going through all that and that's... Uh, that's my anxiety things. Well, you have the one up against them. Well, first of all, I mean, because you're recording yours inside, right? Right, right. But I have 20 minutes. Uh, I mean, I have eight sets of 20 minutes, but I have to get it within 20 minutes. I have less time to get it in because I'm not doing an hour. I'm doing 20. Yeah, but you're doing eight 20s. Yeah. So it... it it's just hoping that I can pull it off. Yeah, I think you can. I heard Gary Goldman. That's how I recorded his first hour. Oh, wow. He, he took his, he did a different 20 because he was opening for somebody else. Well, that's the plan. Wow, man. Cool. Well, we have nothing to worry about. Your hour's funny. You've been honing it in parks and parking lots. <laughs> and you've been talking to people on the subway, telling them your <laughs> hour. All that sounds like I'm a homeless man. <laughs> <laughs> Even uh, trading in your jokes for pieces of aluminum <laughs> and washing your clothes in East River <laughs> and sleeping on a mattress on the street. <laughs> but I've been saying yeah. it to, I've been yelling it at pigeons <laughs> in the street. <laughs> You've been yelling it at yourself as you like throw your arms up in the air. <laughs> I should have done this. <laughs> ah. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's, uh, I'm going through imposter syndrome and I'm, uh, worried about the, the cat being, uh, without me and Caitlin. Is there uh, who do you have watching it? Uh, the roommates will be here, but, uh, it's, it doesn't matter who, who was, is watching it. I'm going to be, uh, nervous. You should, have you thought about getting a nanny cam where you can watch the cat? Uh, I mean, it's too, it's too last minute now, but, uh, maybe I'll just put, uh, teddy bear ears on my video camera. (laughs) (laughs) I, I didn't think about that until you said it just now. Yeah. I had a friend who uh, was worried about their pets and they'd have like some camera set up where they'd watch them. 
I don't think I, I have to go to that extreme. I know she'll be alive <laughs> when I get back. Well, that's good. But, uh, I mean, I hope she will be. But I'm I'm worried uh, that she'll hate us when we get back or she'll be uh, s- sad the whole time. So I, I'm having a lot of anxiety about her. And then that, that might be to distract myself from the fact that I don't think my uh, hour's ready. It's a whole thing. One's feeding the other. Well, I mean, we'll get Dr. Deb on here to uh, talk to you about that. I think your hour's ready, man. I think uh, you're all set. You've been working on this forever. Right. Thank you. Uh, who knows? <laughs> but let's get Dr. Deb to talk about this imposter syndrome. Dr. Deb, hello. Hey. I, <laughs> I was going to uh, respond to his separation anxiety. Oh, wow. Yeah, there you go. Wow. It's a big one. about panic attacks. So I yes. think uh, I think Andrew's point about getting a, a uh, video camera is a, a, a nanny camp's a great idea. Um, you can you know get them shipped by Amazon. They're pretty easy to set up. So well, he's leaving tomorrow. Oh yeah, so that's uh, not going to work. But. Well, for the next time I do it, yeah. I, I can do that. Yeah. So uh, the other thing is to get you know, one of your t-shirts that you've been wearing a lot and Caitlin's shirt and uh, put it near where uh, she likes to, where Bowie likes to sleep. Um, mm. So she, she could cuddle with that. Mm. Uh, even, I, w- I would suggest, uh, does she have a safe place? Does she have like a box or a safe place? No, she's sleeping in a spot right now that I've never seen her sleep in ever. I think she... It's a litter uh, box. <laughs> well, what, what I suggest that what you might want to do is—it's a spike. Get, uh, oh, it's a hole in the in the floor with spikes in it. Yeah, just find a cardboard box. Uh, right. And, uh, put your shirts in it and uh, show it to her, and then when she wants to, uh, she'll get in it. Oh, that's yeah. a wonderful idea. That's their version of a photograph. And uh, <laughs> because she's in the uh, her same environment. Um, she'll be she'll be good. She right. she'll be comfortable. If you were to move her, that would be a different story because she'd have a different environment to get used to. Right. Uh, but but right now she pretty much owns that environment. Oh, so, that's a great yeah. idea. Yeah. So a box with your t-shirts, and then what you can do is uh, just at you know call home, ask your roommate to uh, if you could talk to her a minute. Just say hello. Right. I'm afraid that she won't talk to me. Well, she oh. she probably won't, but uh, she'll hear you. So, and, right. and, and uh, she's not going to understand that that's a telephone and you're not there. But right. that will be a familiar voice for her. Yeah, you should uh, also print out your headshot and cut holes in it and be like, <laughs> hey, can you wear this? Just ask your roommates to wear it around. Yeah, that's true. You could uh, print it out and paste <laughs> it into the box with the T-shirts. Right. So if I understand correctly, take some old underwear, put it in my uh, roommate's room, and then put, my- <laughs> put it everywhere. <laughs> well, you do that already, so that's not a big deal. That way, if my roommates miss me, they can smell me. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was um, sad, but after smelling this underwear, <laughs> I was sick. <laughs> <laughs> my eyes got all watery. From- oh, you missed so- me! No, I smelled your underwear. <laughs> 
when, when you were talking about <laughs> imposter syndrome, yes, uh, before you said that, uh, you were making comparisons. You were uh, stating people that you've listened to and comparing yourself to them, right? Right. So you were saying they were uh, good and I won't be as good as they are. So that, right. that's a cognitive mistake to do. You don't want to compare yourself to somebody else. Right, yeah. And the other thing you did when Andrew told you you're ready, man, is you kind of looked away and you said, yeah, thanks. So you were not receiving that message as a true message. I do have a problem with compliments. Well, I don't think it was a compliment. It was, no. an, affirm it was an affirmation. He's affirming yeah. your readiness. And so he is also a comedian, correct? Correct. So do you think he would say you're ready, man, if, he did not think you were ready. Would he just say that? No. No. So you have to be able to put credence to feedback that people give you. And right. Then, uh, clear and water then, revival. The other thing I wanted to ask you was, uh, you you said that you you have to make this um, sit the tape or whatever it was. Mm. Yeah. So. Is it a final? Uh, is, is it the final product that you have to do first? Are when you doing I, the final product first? Uh, when I no, this might like it might not happen this week, and that's okay if it doesn't. But I'm trying to get it to happen. Right, but Whoa. can you have a trial tape, or does it have to be the final tape? Yeah, you don't have a deadline, right, Stephen? Right, right, right. So yes, I, uh, it can be a trial. So you could make a demo tape, as they say in the biz, a demo. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, that's way off. Um, I, can, I know what you're saying, Dr. Deb, but. I can keep trying to get it, but it, uh, when I do get it, it has to be the final. Yeah, but this, does, this, this round of shows doesn't have to be the final. Right. Okay. So you can do 20 minutes at a time and and ask for feedback about those 20 minutes and, and then put them all together. Is that correct? Um, the problem, the only problem is that you want it to sound like it's in the same room because you want it to sound like the same show. Right. Uh, so if I were to do it in, in Huntsville and get half of it and then record the other half in Kentucky, you'd probably tell the difference between rooms. Yeah. Well, by the not. way the acoustics are most but who knows so really it's just like i it's something i really want to get done because i i have uh, been trying i wanted to do this and i've been trying to do it but now I'm, uh it feels presumptuous that i'm ready feel but then uh you've tackled that part okay uh and and to, on top of it, it did feel like Andrew and I went through couples counseling when you tackled that part. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the positive affirmation. Um, yeah, I have trouble taking compliments. No, that wasn't a compliment. <laughs> that was, yeah, that... <laughs> well, that was great. <laughs> yeah. All right, Dr. Deb, thanks. Uh, sure. Thanks. Uh, yeah, thank you. That is very helpful. Okay. Yeah. So what's uh, any advice to handling the imposter syndrome, Dr. Deb? 
Well, I think that that is a, a cognitive uh, correction, you know, paying attention to your thoughts and, and correcting uh, your thoughts. And you can't be an imposter if you are a performer uh, who has been performing uh, for a while and has had different audiences. And now you could almost say you're national. Uh, you've gone coast to coast. Right. And, and uh, so you're not an imposter. Yeah, right. It'd be one thing if you were like, I'm Steven Rogers and I'm going to uh, fly an airplane. Uh, I'm I'm Steve Rogers and this is Jackass (laughs) put yourself in a tire and film it Um, (laughs) yourself on a shopping cart and that's your hour is is you falling over a bush (laughs) yeah it's a you know imposters don't open for Brian Reagan so that's a good point right very right. I mean, why, why would he risk his career to have you open for him? That's true. Well, this is, yeah. Th- I mean, he's not filming the hour. <laughs> he doesn't no, have- but, but I know. No, but she he- raises a great point. Right, yeah, it's true. Yeah, you re- you're a representation of him, and you're in the bus. That's right. I mean, I'm uh, driving it. Yeah. But, uh- <laughs> yeah, no, you're not going to no, get a lot he- of sleep. I'm sure he has a lot of comedians he can ask to open for him. Yeah, that's a good point. I I do not think he would ask an imposter to open for him. Yeah, unless that was um, some kind of uh, impressionist, the the guy who does does Obama. Yeah, Yeah, unless I'm called the imposter. (laughs) (laughs) But but, um, here's, here's the thing. We have with anxiety disorder. There's this belief that if I'm thinking it, that it can't be true, right? It, if and if I think I am okay, if I think I could be good at this, then that might make something bad happen. Right, That's, right. That so it's that false uh, belief, and right. it, it's something that people with anxiety disorder conjure up it's it's not a true thing right it's it's uh sometimes with anxiety the, we get so used to worry that we don't know how to not worry so oh, that's true. we worry about things that are not true right so the worry that and the the negative thought is if i think it's going to be okay or work out, uh, then something bad could happen. Or if I think that I am as good as the other person, then I'm going to fail. I'm going to embarrass myself. Right. So you have this protective kind of worry that uh, there's no way I I can do this, or I don't deserve to do this, or I'm not going to be good enough. That's a protective false worry. Mm. So it's my. Yeah, and you feel safer if you think that. You know what to do if that happens, but you don't feel safe thinking, I'm okay. I can do this. Right. Just, well, yeah, we're feel not like used a to safe that. thing to say. Yeah, we're not used to uh, being okay. 
That's uh, yeah. It doesn't feel right that's, if we're that's okay. Right. <laughs> that's right. It's, it's like driving with a, dr- a drive shaft that could fall on the ground and make your whole car flip. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. That that actually made me feel more comfortable. Okay. Good. <laughs> I'm used to this. <laughs> this is how I usually think my car is going to go. Right. So by by telling myself. Uh, uh, the stuff's not good enough to do it yet. I'm protecting myself from doing it. Yes, you 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 feel safe. It's right. a safe way to feel. It doesn't feel safe to say. I don't think that that thinking is 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 uh, positive at all. I should really change my thinking. Automatically, you're gonna say no. You know, I'm not gonna go there. I'm not gonna say I'm good enough. And then with um, anxiety disorders, whole childhood, you're so used to embarrassment and getting feedback from others that, you know, you should be quiet or, or behave yourself, not stir things up. Right. So you, you, that's part of that too, that it's better to be, you know, in the background and uh, not be the first one in line. Okay. I, wow. I don't know. I think we're getting off track here. Uh, no, that was that's super helpful. I really, <laughs> I really appreciate it. It's very helpful. I thought, um, you know, what, I guess that makes sense. You, you don't think you're as good as Samaril. So she says that you're used to being in the background and, and not in, in the background. Well, yeah, if I don't release a thing, until I release a thing, I'm in the background. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you're not in the foreground. Right. I'm not uh, putting myself out there. Okay. I'm right. holding onto the stuff uh, instead of exposing it and releasing it and showing it to people. Yeah. Well, that's good because I read that mild- that's how you get rid of mildew is putting light <laughs> on it. So you just need to de-mildew your act <laughs> and put it out in the sun. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Andrew, you've spoken before on that show, right? You and Steven about uh, going into a party, walking into a party or a group of people and being uh-huh. uncomfortable about that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's kind of similar, putting yourself out there. I love it. Getting notice and attention is not just not safe when you have anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, all right, Dr. Deb, we got to... I think we've, we got to get to the listener topics. Yeah, let's do the the one that we didn't get to last week. Okay. Well, it's good we didn't get to it last week because we have a follow-up message from the same person. Um, we have uh, we got a message from Emily Bernard, who's uh, – I don't know if she wants me to give away her uh, – Well, she's her, a friend of the show. Friend of the show. Her screen name is ENB2021. Um, she wrote, Hey guys. So I just got up and went to take a shower before class and I pushed the shower curtain open and a huge spider fell on the shower floor and started running part of the, part of the curtain. Yeah. Geez. Part of the curtain was folded at the bottom and it was curled up in there. I battled for what felt like an hour. Now everywhere (laughs) I look is I'm terrified. There's a spider. Uh, she said her life flashed before her eyes and then she said she has an update. I told my roommate I had a shower experience and she said, Oh, did you see the spider? And I was like, Oh my goodness. 
wait, you said the spider, you knew about this? And she's like, oh yeah, it's been in the bathroom for a few days. Uh, she said that spiders, uh, her roommate said that spiders have a purpose like eating flies, but they don't have a purpose in our bathroom. <laughs> wow, that's a lot. Uh, well, what do you think, Steve? <laughs> I think the uh, the spider spider was running because you caught it in the shower and it had to it forgot a towel. But uh, yeah, it, it had a shower cap and a back scratcher. <laughs> Six back scratchers. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, that's crazy that the roommate didn't saw it, left it, and didn't tell you about it. Yeah, really. Give me a heads up. Hey, there's yeah. a sweater in there. Oh, thank or, you. Or, you know, maybe the roommate could have gave you some hints. Like, hey, are you afraid of spiders? Also, do you have to go to the bathroom? Hey, do you like eight-legged freaks? Because <laughs> <laughs> they're in there. <laughs> um, I mean, if you... Uh, I mean, it sounds like you're afraid of spiders. And maybe... I don't know. Like, well, I don't know if she's afraid of spiders by that message. Yeah, this is a very unique uh, thing because in the shower, I mean, it's gross. You're vulnerable and you're naked and you see a bug. You're like, oh, but also you have the power of the water. Can't you put the water on this thing and (laughs) launch it away? (laughs) (laughs) Like harness the power you have, shoot the water at it. Right. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. Uh, I don't don't know... um... My advice to you is to take the soap, the the shampoo, the conditioner, put it all on the spider, and it's either going to be clean or I, I hope it'll kill it. I, you know, it'll be encased in this glob of of cleaning product, and then uh, <laughs> it'll die probably. Uh, I. Well, I mean, what do you think, Doctor Deb? I like. I'm not sure what to make make of this. I mean. First of all, like, is it paying rent? It, right. Is, is it, it paying the water bill? <laughs> is it itsy bitsy? Is there a spout? We need more details here. <laughs> Did it leave the water on? Uh, yeah. Is it, is it Charlotte? Is it making a web? Uh, I mean, if it says some pig, that, you know, that could be taken as an insult. <laughs> I would uh, say uh, for future notice, I would go to my roommate and go, by the way, if there's a an animal <laughs> loose yeah. in our apartment. Whether it be scorpion, um, spider, fly, uh, the scorpions, the German band from the 80s, let me know <laughs> if they're in there warming up. Yeah, if you hear, dan it, dan, 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 dan. <laughs> If you hear anyone talking about rocking you like a hurricane, please let me yeah. know. I mean, it uh, started a hurricane in the shower. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs> is there is there a rock group called the the Spiders? If there is, they're not as popular as the Scorpions. Maybe because the Scorpions ate them. Yeah. <laughs> first, I guess first you had the Beatles, and then you had the Scorpions. There's Rat. Yeah, I know. With two uh, teeth. With two T's, TT. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that that's when uh, you can trace the decline of hair metal when rap became popular. 
<laughs> as soon as a band name rat started getting some singles, you're like, okay, I think the bubble is here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, Dr. Deb, what do you think about a fear of spiders in the shower? Okay. So arachnophobia, right? Fear mm. of spiders. Mm. Yeah. That's what, uh, so I think there's two things. Uh, what's in a bad, in a bad what, movie with John Goodman. So what Steven said, uh, and his movies like that, that, uh, fuel arachnophobia, but yeah, I hate that. Yeah. So what Steven said uh, about talking to the roommate is a good idea. And what you said, Andrew, about using the power of water is a good idea. Um, but the power she, is yours. Right. She might have the experience now of being uh, effective. Like she, it sounds like she faced the spider. Yeah. Uh, and so that's a success to help. Uh, with her exposure therapy and decreasing her fear, uh, but also her fear might be displaced. There's an anger toward her roommate. Uh, I don't understand that about the roommate should have told her. So I, I think uh, she was probably afraid. Yeah. She's uh, like, roommate, and, why, why don't you tell me? And, and why are you building a web and eating a fly? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the roommate was the spider. <laughs> 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 it, t- it takes its face fake mask on uh takes it off with uh three arms <laughs> uh, the roommate is like uh hey can you put in for uh pizza and then yeah f- she gets five bills from five different hands well oh if God. it was spider-man that'd be a whole new problem right and yeah go ahead yeah it'd be a man in your house yeah in the dorm. So, yeah no but i think you guys gave good advice Oh, great. Well, thanks, Dr. Deb. So we're not imposters. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh gosh. Wow. wow. Well, that was, uh, that's good. Yeah. That was the one topic we, we, uh, wanted to share with you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, please continue to write in with your topics. Uh, don't if even if you don't see the tweet, just send in what's been making you anxious. Some people are taking initiative and sending it ahead of time, and we really appreciate that because uh, we never know when we're going to record, and and uh, we really uh, want to get the uh, professional advice to you as well as uh, as many puns as uh, Andrew and I can fit in half oh, a minute. Oh, we just got one. I'm sorry. There's uh, we, we can do this one real quick. Is this the question for the bonus, or is it? Uh, anxiety topic it's an anxiety topic this this is from earth stones 25 he sure. uh he just binged all the episodes he said so i've listened to episode 35 through 60 and decided to go back and start at the beginning and i'm on wow. episode eight wow uh, i he said i can think i can one-up you on the episode of the stupidest thing that caused me to go into a panic attack it lasted eight minutes when you walk out of a store and the ding goes off Oh, he said that sent him into one. Yeah, it's like an accusation. Like we were talking about before, when you get accused, then it just sends you spiraling. I don't like it because everyone looks at you. Yeah, well, (laughs) it gets everyone's attention on you. You're being accused of theft by a machine. You can't (laughs) explain yourself to the, the machine. It's it's loud. And then and you're already going to seem like you're uh, in self-defense mode 
which a liar would would say they weren't stealing, and so would an innocent person. So it's yeah, all these things out of against it. I'm like, look at my bag all the time when I. I just start taking my clothes off. I'm like, look, see, it's not in here. It's not in here. And they're like, sir, please close your legs. <laughs> there was one time when I was a kid and, you know, like when my mom's shopping, I'd be in the, uh, that circular rack of clothes. Yeah. Just like playing around. And usually. I used to hide in there. Yeah. Yes. I was hiding in there and the stuff in there was, uh, the, uh, security alert things like the piece of plastic and the yeah. thing, the circle thing with the needle. Right. And I'd go, oh, these are dinosaurs and put them together and transformers and put them together. And then I, I put I put a couple in my pocket and walked out and it went, meek, 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 oh. meek. They came over and they're like, what has this child done? And then they were like, he doesn't have a bag. And it kind of like patted me down and they were like, empty your pockets, young man. And I was like, okay. And I showed them the <laughs> things and they're like, what? They're like, <laughs> what kind of idiot steals the thing but not... <laughs> Steals the thing that makes the noise. <laughs> but not any merchandise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The worst thing you could steal. The thing. <laughs> <laughs> They're just so confused. They're like, all right, you can hold on to it if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Here, let's, let's just take the thing off the thing so it doesn't make a noise. <laughs> Enjoy your, <laughs> your thing. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I thought I thought it was trash. I don't I swear. All right. Well, that's it's uh it's been a great episode. Thank you, Dr. Deb. Hello? <laughs> it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Deb. We really appreciate it as yeah, always. Trip. Thank you. This was super helpful. This would make my trip a lot easier. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, Andrew, good luck with the car. Yeah, thanks, Dr. Deb. Your advice will guide me to uh, a new journey of, of automobile. Yeah, frozen cars. Uh, no matter what I buy, I'm going to be like, oh, this is the wrong thing. <laughs> oh, it's good you learned. <laughs> yeah. Uh, crap. All right. <laughs> Steven, good luck down there. Um, thank you, man. And good luck tomorrow. Thank you. <laughs> And Dr. Deb, good luck with uh, with the, whatever you're doing. You're teaching now. Thanks a lot. Okay. All right, everybody, stay tuned for the outro. Stay tuned, everybody. Thank you. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to the episode. Really appreciate all the support. If you like the podcast, please share it. Uh, tell all your friends. Give us a high rating. Like, subscribe, all that jazz. And uh, we're on social media. I'm uh, at not Steve Rogers on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Stephen Rogers Comedy on Facebook and StephenRogersComedy.com. And I am on uh, Twitter, A Chavone, S C H I A V O N E. And on Instagram, I'm Andrew Chavone, same spelling as before. On uh, Facebook, I'm Andrew.Chavone. And my website is AndrewChavone.com. Perfect. Thanks for listening and see you next week, guys. See you next week. Bye.